Let's Talk with Sir Sax is sponsored by the GSP Radio Network at SirSaxGospelSkateParty.com. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time for unapologetic in-your-face conversations on Let's Talk with Sir Sax, covering a wide selection of topics, exploring those taboo subjects never brought up in the church setting in his experience. Now, here is your host, Sir Sacks. And welcome, welcome, welcome to Let's Talk with Your Boy, Sir Sacks. And welcome to the Sir Sacks Horn of Plenty Cafe. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness, what a show we are going to have today. <laughs> I know a lot of you are waiting for this show today. <laughs> I am too. I am too. Well, we didn't have enough time to finish um, the show on the last airing of Let's Talk with Your Boy, Sir Sachs. So today, today, you'll be able to hear part two of Shut Up So You Can Make It Home. That's right. That's the title of that particular episode shut up so you can make it home we're talking about the different tactics or the different strategies uh, that you can use or different tools that our brothers and sisters can use to make it home safely from being stopped by law enforcement that's right this is a very 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 important episode of Let's Talk. And the opinions are my opinions. They're, they're not opinions of anybody else. They're not opinions of people I associate. Though these are my opinions and my suggestions and my opinions only because it comes directly from this podcast. Let's talk with your boy, Sir Sachs. I tell you what, right after the break, we'll be back with part two Oh, shut up so you can make it home. I'm Sir Sachs. Keep it locked right here to Let's Talk with your boy, Sir Sachs. I'll save a seat for you. Let's Talk with Sir Sachs is powered by the GSP Radio Network at SirSaxGospelSkateParty.com. GSP Radio. Hey, I am Sir Sachs owner and operator of the Gospel Skate Party Radio Network. I just wanted to take a few seconds, a few minutes, <laughs> just to give you an invitation. The program you're hearing right now, the music you're hearing, the teachings you're hearing, you can be a part of that. That's right, you can be a part of that. If God has called you to a ministry, if God has called you to do something that reach the people, hey, join the family. Join the GSP Radio Network family. You can do that by hitting us up at www.gospelskateparty.com. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Sir Sachs. Keep it locked right here. GSP Radio Network. Thank you. 
morning. Good morning. How you doing? Good morning, Sex. How you doing this morning? Sound like Coach Davis. Yes, Coach Davis. That's me. What's up, man? What's up, brother? How you doing? I'm doing <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, Sir Sax, man. This is uh this is uh F F K better known as Fred King. Freddie K. Miss Peggy Harris is on the phone lines. How you doing, Miss Peggy? I'm doing just wonderful. This is Peggy Harris from American Street Ballers. You have, you guys haven't forgotten me, right? No. I hope not. <laughs> I got my skates on, Sir Sax, and I'm rolling with you. I appreciate that. <laughs> GSP Radio Network. Let's Talk with Sir Sax is sponsored by the GSP Radio Network at SirSaxGospelSkateParty.com. So here's my question to you today. Mm-hmm. The current events, the things that are happening today. By the way, if you're listening to the show today, there was a guilty verdict today uh, with mm-hmm. the George Floyd uh, case. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and I don't know how you will, will receive that. I don't know how you feel about that. But there was, on all three counts, guilty, guilty, guilty. But I don't want to just stay on that. I want to just ask you your opinion on the way, how do you feel? There, there may be three situations out there. Um, and maybe there, there may be, may be more. But how do you think, how do you feel that our law enforcement, the law enforcement, our policemen, uh, how do you feel that they're treating us as African-American, brown men, brown young men, or kids? How do you feel that we're being treated as it stands today? Mm-hmm. As it stands today, uh, from both a national perspective, because I'm seeing when I, when I see uh, the interactions between the police uh, and um, black male citizens, um, I tend to see them from the television perspective versus okay. you okay. know just in in the streets or uh, in the neighborhood yeah. uh, experiences, and so. Um, you know, I know uh, personally that I've had my own um, interaction with the police, okay. and um, my situation was a little bit different. Okay. They didn't handle me in any kind of way mm-hmm. uh, that was inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Uh, they handled me respectfully, which was very good. Uh, my background is in legal. <laughs> oh, wow. So okay. I already know where when I need to make a phone call. <laughs> okay. I know okay. who to call. Okay. Uh, so, so in that regard, but as it relates to to our our, our my you know friends and family and um, uh, you know loved ones who've uh, and and just colleagues who've experienced it, it's very frustrating uh, okay. for me because I what I'm experiencing in my generation and I and I. And, I'm, and mine's is not head on and blunt like um, some people do experience or some of them are, are men, but my, my heart really does go out to the black male, whether that's the black um, male that's 80, 90 years old or mm-hmm. 70, mm-hmm. 60. They're still, you know, uh, driving or walking or, you know, mobile or engaged in their community um, all the way down to a five-year-old boy. Yes. Because... Uh, we are, you know, the majority of the time, if people want to really be honest 
and I and I said this on my show, and I'm going to say it again on this show, and I'll I'll continue to say it. Is what is it about the black man? And I say the black man, I'm just not talking about the African-American black male. I'm talking about the African. I'm talking about the West Indie. I'm talking about any black male around the globe that the world is afraid of. What is it about the black man that the world is afraid of? Now, if I get specific, er, ist, <laughs> what is it about the black male in america that the world is afraid of so so are you saying that the treatment that the policemen that you see are officers the treatment that we do you think is something that uh you think is fear do you do you think it's a combination of fear or stereotype stereotyping um, to your question so my question was how do you how do you how do you see them treating us so I guess what you're saying is you see some fear there is, is that I what you're see, saying yeah I see fear I see intimidation okay. um, I'm not saying that all non-black police officers feel that way okay but I also know that when it comes to uh, the media um, there, there could, there can be, and has been a spin on the narrative, and it's what is expected in some in some um, outlets, media outlets, that they that there is a narrative, and okay. so you have to uh, look beyond that and get past the narrative and see what really is the, what's really the issue. Now, yes, we can say that there are some officers out there that have you know that are biased or they have a bent. Um, perspective, and then there's some that are white that ain't tripping off the color. They they, they dealing with the issue at hand and it has nothing to do with their color. Right. But then you do have the ones that um, have an issue, and sometimes the issue isn't just showing up in a violent way. It's like you know their private thoughts of how they uh, view black men or their right. private thoughts how they view the black community. Right. And so that is shaped by influence that is shaped by uh experiences even experiences of others that have engaged with black people um and not all black people you know are just these um you know whatever you whatever you call it the stereotype whatever you think the stereotype is roughneck mm -hmm. you know ghetto right ghetto mm -hmm. in the hood mm -hmm. uh in college but you on a pass, you know, whatever you, that is uh, for whoever thinks that way. And why my thing is, why do you think that way? You know, this is to me, racism, whether it's on any side, on any, any, against any group is taught. Okay. It is taught. Okay. So, okay. It's, and it's mirrored. Go ahead. So I think I, I, that this is, this is a good discussion and I, and I do want to continue this discussion. I have a slightly different perspective of where you're coming. Mm -hmm. Yes, I believe that there is racism. I believe there is prejudice. Prejudice and racism, there are two different things. When when you when you can control the economic status of a person, mm -hmm. then 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 you 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 you're, you're 
you're streaming into that racism uh, path or that racism river or that or that racism environment. But prejudice simply means to prejudge. Anybody mm-hmm. can be prejudiced. You can, it doesn't have That's to true. be black or white thing. So anybody can prejudge. You can prejudge me. I can prejudge you. I can be prejudiced of this. I can be prejudiced of females. Or I can be prejudiced. Uh, you can be prejudiced of certain men. Or you can prejudge. Mm-hmm. So my perspective is this. I do believe that there are some issues uh, in, in the policing community. I do believe that there are some racism in the policing community. Watch this. I believe that there's racism of people who working behind some of the fast food counters. I believe that there's racism of people uh, driving the cabs. I believe that there is some racism in every, every, in every area. Somebody mm-hmm. may be racist, but I do. I I'm not going to say every time. A individual or a black or brown person is pulled over and the reason why they got arrested or the reason why they got pepper, pepper sprayed is because of the racism mm-hmm. I can't say that and I'm not going to say that I'm not going to say it doesn't happen I, but I will say this I will say this there can be some different outcomes if we do some different things such as okay so 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 i think we always talk about police reform we always Mm -hmm. talk about policing they need to have a sensitivity class or or training or or the police needs to go through a program on how to treat black and brown people i totally agree with that i totally agree with the training and the teaching but i'm not going to just stop with the policeman I think there needs to be training on the other end. I think our young men need to go through training and teaching when they're being pulled over by a policeman. I think there needs to be some constructive criticism to our young black men, our young uh, black women, our brown, our young people when you get pulled over. Every time you get pulled over by a by a policeman uh, that is not your color, it doesn't mean that he's automatically prejudiced. There are certain things that you can do. Number one, me being a father and a grandfather, I have two grandsons. And what I plan to do and continue when they get up age, I'm going to sit down with them. And I'm going to talk to them. And I'm going to continue to talk to them. I already talked to my daughters about being pulled over. One thing I don't push, because one thing I don't push, I don't push them being movie stars. You don't necessarily have to, when you get pulled over, you don't necessarily have to tell a policeman or officer, I got my Facebook uh, 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 phone on and I'm filming you. That, that's one. I have an issue with that because no, I'm I, just curious why you have an issue. With that. I have an issue with that because you you are already setting up a defense mechanism when you okay. tell them you you're filming them. Why is it necessary? Why why is it necessary that when we get pulled over that we have to automatically tell the policeman that I got a camera on you? 
Now, if you have one on, that's fine. But let me let me let's let me give you this narrative. Watch this. When you leave home to get into your car, I'm going to give you a few a few um, let me give you some advice on what you can do to help if you get pulled over to help that go a little smoother. Number 1. Before you get into your car, make sure the car you're driving you have your registration. That's one. Number two, make sure your plates are right, right before you start driving. I'm, I'm, I'm helping. I'm helping somebody. Yeah. Make sure the plates are right and current, right? Make sure your blinkers work. Mm-hmm. Make sure your lights. I'm, I'm trying to help you. Make sure your your lights work. Don't hop in a car that's tore up that you got the wrong plates on. That you, that you try to get by, you got some stickers that you took off another person's car. Now, when you do that, because they a policeman can run your plates, whether you you know it or not. They just get, all they do all they got to do is get behind you, type in their plate number and run it. So if you got legitimate plates, you got one one gold star. Mm-hmm. If your blinkers work, you got another gold star. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm helping you there. If your license is legit, you got another gold star. Make sure you pay off all your, if you were supposed to be in court and you didn't make court and you got tickets that need to be paid, pay all that off. That's another gold star. star. If you pay, I'm, I'm trying to help you because everything ain't a prejudice thing. Everything ain't a racist thing. Okay, I get a little emotional because I think there's always another side. <laughs> always. <laughs> there's another side to this. So, so you, you, you got the right plates. Your, your blinkers work. Your headlights work. You paid all your tickets. Your insurance is up to date. And if it's the law that you don't have air fresheners in your window, take those down. Right, right. I, I'm, I, all I'm doing is helping you, right? Do what you need to do to be in what? Compliance, right? Okay. Okay. So, so in my opinion, this is only my opinion. This is only my opinion. If you do all that to me, you have over a 75% chance of walking away. A strong 80% chance of walking away. Now, here's my thing. If you're driving around in bad with bad plates, no insurance, you didn't pay your tickets off, whose fault is that? Is that the policeman's fault for you not paying off your tickets? Is that the man's fault because you snuck and put on the wrong, put the wrong tag on? See, we 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 so quick to blame the man and blame the policeman for things that we didn't take care of before we got into the car. You know, we, we want to get out there, we want to march, we want to have picket signs up, but before we get out there and march, fist up, Black Lives Matter, which I believe in, make sure you're right. Make sure you're in compliance. And another thing, when they, if they pull you over, when they do pull, uh, this is how I feel, when they, if they pull you over, do this. Sir, can I see your license? Sure, sir. I'm finna go into my back. Now listen to me. Watch, watch what I'm doing. I'm going into my back. So you're background. giving a good education here. So, so go ahead. Tell me, because I have no sons. 
Okay. I'm not married, and I have no brothers. So, so, so I, our children. I, I'm, so go, go I'm going into my because I heard what you said, and the first thing that I heard you say, I you're right with it. But everything is every every stop is not a racist stop. Mm-hmm. Every encounter is not a racist encounter. Every confrontation is not a racist confrontation. No, it doesn't start off that way. Oh, yeah, you might have a you you might have a racist. Uh, cop that pull you over. You might have a prejudiced cop that pull you over. But make sure you're in good standards. Oh, here you go. Officer, oh, you want my, my, my license? Okay. Sir, it's in my back pocket. Can I go in my back pocket and get it? Sure. Okay, here's my license. Okay. Nobody got hit yet. Nobody got... Have you noticed? I ain't got tased yet, right? I ain't got sprayed. Spray. Okay, listen. You haven't got shot yet. I haven't got shot. Not yet. <laughs> No. Sir, can you roll your window down? Watch this. I sure can. My window went down. Nobody got hit. Nobody. No. I, you, are you seeing what I'm saying? Are you seeing where I'm going with this? Yes. Okay. I see where you're going with that. Okay. So, can I see your registration? Sure. Sir, it's in my glove compartment. It's okay if I lean over and go in the glove compartment and get my registration? You sure can. Nobody got hit with a billy club yet, right? Okay. Okay, sir. It shows here that... Okay, sir, can you step out the car for a minute? Now, this is where it gets sticky. Sure, okay. I can. Okay, watch this. If you step out the car, some people say, don't do it. Call your lawyer. Ask for a supervisor. If you've done nothing wrong, if there's nothing wrong with what you did, because a lot of times they ask you to step out the car because, number one, they got to go back to their car and get something. For their safety, they want to see you. They want to see your hands. They want to see where your hands are at. And they want to see you. It's not always mm-hmm. a racial thing. Now, there mm-hmm. is some instances where you do got some snobby, snobby cops that do that. Right? But that's my perspective on that. And the number one thing after you have complied, the number one thing to me that will allow you to get home in your car and not a hearse. It will allow you to get home in your car and not an ambulance. The one thing that I will suggest you do, I'm gonna be real blunt with this. Shut up. Shut up. If he's not speaking to you, if he's not if he's not asking you a question, close your mouth and comply. And I think you will have more of an 80% chance of, of going home. I really believe that. So that's the solution. I'm not saying that's the solution. But what I'm saying is your chances are greater mm-hmm. if you shut your mouth. Your chances are greater if you just play. I'm giving it to you like if you just shut up. A lot of times we we, we got our Facebook on. I want to see your supervisor. Why are you pulling me over? Why I got to let my window down? Why mm-hmm. is this? So you already setting up confrontation. For no reason at all. If he says you shouldn't have that hanging in your window, officer, I'm sorry. Do you? Would you like me to take that down? Sure. Take it down. Comply. I get that, Cedric. Okay. I can get that. Okay. But my question to you would be, Okay. what happens to the other percentage that do comply mm-hmm. 
which is the, I guess, if you say 70% comply or 80% comply, you're looking at, mm -hmm. you know, 30 to 20% mm -hmm. on the other end. So what happens to the ones who do comply and things still happen? Things do happen. Things do happen, and when they happen, and, and they are alarm, and and they are alarmingly happen, then you vocally ask the questions, but you still ask the questions with respect. Mm -hmm. You on the ground? They got you tied. They got your hand. Hey, sir, is this something I I've done? And if, and if you say shut up, you know what I do? I shut up, because if you give them a stick to hit you with, they're gonna hit you with the stick. But there are some people who comply and they still get treated wrong. But there is a certain, then you keep your eyes on the badge number. Then you, you, you can, at that point, ask for a supervisor and they have to call a supervisor. But you be respect, respectful, be respectful as, as possible. Yes. So then how does this, okay, so then let me ask you this question. What does that look like when the circumstances, let's say it's the 30 to 20 or 20, 30% where, you know, they, they've done all that they've been asked to do, the 70% to get home. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, as far as them complying. Mm -hmm. And then you do run into the one or the ones that have a little bit of edge mm -hmm. uh, with them. Mm -hmm. And you are experiencing, I mean, you, everything's checked out clear, everything's mm -hmm. above board, mm -hmm. and they still experience some type of wrong handling. Right. And how does that compare when they're pulling over a white driver, right. Right. male driver, or a white female driver, or an Asian female, or uh, an Asian male, you know, or a Middle Eastern, or, you know, how does that how you know do you feel mm -hmm. that the, the other people the other individuals groups of people i just mentioned and there are others but those are the ones i just mentioned right now so there's nothing taking or adding to, to right. them in a negatory way just just using this example right so when they're not handled that way and they get to go you know mm -hmm. bobby gets to leave scott you know mm -hmm. chad gets to leave you mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. how but jose and Devin mm -hmm. don't get the don't get to leave as, as easily. So, what can be done, and what and, and what can be done on the inside of things and mm -hmm. on the outside of things as it relates to the police and and also the community? Uh, because I, okay, go ahead. I'm gonna say this: what you have on your side at all times, and it should be going at all times. If it gets heated, what you do want to happen, you do want them to pull. You do want to get out of the car. That's for one. If they ask you to step out of the car and they look a little heated, step out of the car. That's your best line of defense. I'm going to tell you why. Well, I was going to ask you why. Go ahead. Because you have, you have more than one eye watching you. The dash cam should be on and their camera on them should be on. All right. If you out in that outside your car or your vehicle and they ask you to put and they have an attitude and you're and you're respectable, the, the, the camera doesn't lie. 
So if you're standing there and you're respectable and you're not going off, you're not going, and he's going off, guess who going to get in trouble? And he does something to you, and he does something to you that's, that's illegal, and you still being as respectful as possible. The camera should all, the dash, so you really want to be on the outside of a car where the camera is on you. That's my opinion. I'm not, I'm mm -hmm. not, I'm not, that's, a, that's, 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 just, that's just my opinion because there's always mm -hmm. going to be, and his, and his body cam should be on. Now, here's the other flip side to that. You outside and you mouthing him off, you going off on him, you saying this and you saying that and you saying what you ain't going to do. Guess what? That's on camera too. And, and, and they, their first line of defense is, I fear for my life. You don't want to so, get... Okay, I'm listening. Go ahead. What, what were you going to say? I'm sorry. <laughs> it's good. It's getting good. This, this is good. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you a question. Uh -huh. um, you're familiar a little bit about the story with the uh, lieutenant, the black army lieutenant. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Got doused with the pepper spray, yeah. got going point. Yeah. Um, and I did not see that part of the news um, in yeah. its entirety or just even a portion of it um, enough to get the full effect from your if, if you took a look at that mm -hmm. segment mm -hmm. was that gentleman complying with the officers he was. and what was okay so then what happened there okay. in your opinion well, it, 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 it just played out just what I told you there was another eye watching the, the dash cam and, and the body cam even though he was pepper sprayed, even though he, they they did him wrong, what happened was that officer was fired. Why? Because there was another eye watching him. There was another eye. I'm not saying what he did was right. That was totally inappropriate. He was totally in compliance. That's why that officer got fired. Now, had it, had it not been a camera there, it would have been his story, his side against his side. But there's all, you want them to pull, you want to get out of the car. You want to be in, in the view of the camera. But when you get in the view of the camera, this is just my opinion. This is just me, okay? You want to be where the camera can see you and you want to be on your best behavior. Let him act the fool. Let him be the one calling the name. You just stand there, comply. Because they're looking for a reason for you not to comply. They're looking for a reason for you not to comply. He knew he was in the wrong. He knew he was wrong. And guess what happened? He got fired. Mm -hmm. Why? Because there was another eye on him. Well, if I'm looking at this correctly, um, uh, the officer, mm -hmm. uh, I might be pronouncing his name wrong, Joe, is it Gutierrez? Gutierrez. Okay. His, he, was re he was terminated for his role in December 5th mm -hmm. in the encounter regarding another gentleman. Mm -hmm. So how, uh, if, unless the time frames are off, this is April, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> he got terminated in December. Why is the story, and I don't know, I'm getting the impression that the story came out in, you know, in April. April. Uh, around the 12th or whenever, somewhere around that neighborhood of, of time. And this officer was terminated 
back in December 5th. How is this this situation even happening? Was Unless he, I'm missing some information. Was he, ter- he was he terminated in December or was he terminated when this was aired? Well, according to the New York Times, it's saying the officer Joe uh, and please forgive me for the pronunciation. Gutierrez yeah, hard Gutierrez, to, and yeah, now yeah, to pronounce. Uh, was terminated for his role in this his role in the December 5th encounter okay. involving another gentleman okay. um, that appeared to be Hispanic by the but by the last name. I could okay. have that information not accurate, but check the New York Times. Okay. It was published and updated on April 12th uh, and 13th. So, you know, my thing is, you know, you do have those things where they just do all the right things and still go bad. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Yeah. So what is it as a community? Because, mm-hmm. you know, you and I had this conversation uh, where you like, hey, the, the, the protests, you know, that's, that's you know, that ain't working. It's not working. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> so it's, now it's, what? Educate our young people. It's all about if they if you want your policemen to go to in, intensive training, we need to go through some intensive training. You understand what I'm saying? It, it, it is, but it's also it's it's now here's the thing. Okay. I get what you're saying. Right. But why do our young men, our black men, have to get some specialized training to be citizens in their communities because of bad cops? It's not specialized training. It's about Well when I say it's, specialized it's, training, you know, I'm I saying understand they, what you're they saying. gotta be schooled if you would. They have to be schooled by a gentleman like yourself or men like yourselves who say, hey, we need to do something. Let's take a proactive approach. At least teach our young men mm-hmm. how to handle police, which I think that's wonderful. Yes. But why should they even have to have the training? Because it's just if, if the way, the way, because of the way people just choose it, to act. No, it's not. In be, their roles. It's not because of the way they act. It's because it's, think, it's, it's, believe. It, okay. It's because it's just that simple. Cassandra, it's just that simple because they are a policeman and we should teach our young men and our young women to respect authority. See, that's 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 okay, one. Car. Right. You, 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 you get where I'm coming from. OK, so what I'm saying is I'm not saying that every policeman is an angel. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> but what I'm yes. saying is we can't drive up or pull over to the side with a chip on our shoulder. If we show that we have a chip on our shoulder. We might not make it home that night. So what we need to do is teach our young people self-control and how to respect authority. That's okay. no, that's basic. Concur. That's basic, basic, basic. You got you got to teach them how to respect their parents. That's number one. It starts at well, that home. Starts where it starts at. Right it there, starts at, at home. home. Mm-hmm. You no, I don't care who you are. You shouldn't be bad mouthing. First, number one, they got the gun. You don't. They got the taser. You don't. You, they got the pepper spray. You don't. You, you, you get what I'm saying? So what I'm yes. saying is if you teach them respect, if you teach them, first of all, how to be courteous, stop walking around thinking like the world owes you something when they don't. Everybody. And you have a point there. Right. You really have a strong point there because, yes. but I think it goes back to our young men not being mentored right. by men. Right. And and I mean mentored by healthy right. men. Right. 
healthy emotional man. Right. Mental, you know, mm-hmm. the mental, the spiritual, um, yes, and even the physical, but definitely on the emotional side, yes. uh, the intelligence side, yes. all of that is needed. I mean, where are the male mentors Amen. and why is there only a handful, if any? And, and you know, you see when it comes to the protests, you know, all these men, mm-hmm. whether they're black or mm-hmm. white or they're on whatever side of they're on, mm-hmm. you see that happening. But where is the mentorship for the current and upcoming generation to be mentored by real men? And, and that's where it starts. And that's where it starts. It starts with self, learning self-control and how to respect yourself. Learning how to have respect for yourself. If you don't respect yourself, you can't respect others. And if you can't respect others, when that man in the blue suit or female in the blue suit pulls up to you, you will not have any respect for them at all. We need to stop driving with a chip on our shoulder, number one. Take that chip off your shoulder. Because when you leave home, your whole purpose is to get back home the way you left. You want to get back home upright, not laid down. <laughs> you remind me of a gentleman I was listening to him <laughs> on a podcast okay. uh, a few months back. And his okay. dad was saying to him, you know, his father taught him. He's grown, you know, grown okay. man, he's our age. And he was saying that his dad told him back when he was a teenager, your only job, if you get pulled over by the police, mm-hmm. your only job is to come home. Amen. 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 And and once again, because I don't have male siblings, mm-hmm. you know, um, I didn't grow up with a lot of men around me mm-hmm. um, in inside the home. Though I have me you and know, my father at that time, my parents were divorced. So I didn't see a lot of, you know, really strong male interaction mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. in my family. So there are some things I have to say that I'm a little uh, just not as knowledgeable about in, in certain aspects when it comes to me. But I will say this, the one thing that, that did stick out to me when that uh, gentleman s- shared that, which mm-hmm. I didn't have even, <laughs> didn't know was a real thing. <laughs> because once again, it's all girls in my family, right? Wow. So um, for for six of us, so for him, him to say that your only job is to get home. That's it. That, I was dumbfounded because that, yeah. I that is the whole goal there you go and of course now i have nephews and right. you know godsons and i'm um, my thought is now as as a godparent and an auntie you know is my nephews and and godsons are you know wanting them to come home yes yeah do and do what you can i can't home. imagine what that's like for a parent who has a son amen that's young yes. and you wanting them to make it home yes. every time they go out to play ball yes. or they're yes. at school or yes. they're running an errand yes. and you have girls yes. so. I, and I and I pray for them every single day mm-hmm. I pray for and I talk to them and I speak to them like you would speak to females I, you know I don't talk to them but I speak to them and I, and I and I let them know make sure when you pull out the driveway that you are legit Make sure your plates are right. Make sure you have your mm-hmm. right license. Pay off your tickets if you have tickets. Find out if you have any. Make sure you are driving within. The Bible tells us to obey the laws of the land. The word says that. 
Okay, so that's 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 the, so 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 right right then and there, God is on the side of the law. Obey the laws of oh, the land. Plural laws. Make sure you have your right driver's license. Laws. Make sure your plates are are legit. Laws. Make sure you have license. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, like insurance. Laws. See, there are certain things that we need to train. Not just the men. We always talk about the young. The females too. They drive cars I too. Concur. They drive. I we drive. Concur. You know, and and we 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 need to teach them. Stop trying to get by. Stop trying to get by and drive by. Drive by a policeman with your head up. Don't get by. Drive by. What I mean I like by what, what what I mean by drive that by them with your head up, your chest out, knowing that everything in your car is legit. Mm-hmm. Don't just get by. Sneak by. Don't creep by, drive by. That that's how I feel. So yes, I think there should be mentorship, but it starts at home. Right? There may be some there may be some kids or some young people that might not have parents, but there it, there are youth groups, there are churches, there are deacons, there are ministers that can take these you know take these young people in, and we can have sessions at churches. We can teach. And I agree. We, we can teach. We can teach the young people. What do you? You know what one of the Sunday school lessons should be? What is that? How to how to act when you get pulled over by police? I mean, we should have. Yeah. We sh- seriously. That it, should be. Some- it, it goes back to the days of back when you used to have home economics and what uh, <laughs> <laughs> mechanics was it mechanic? Yeah, uh, shop class. Auto, auto, auto shop. Auto. Yeah. Thank you, auto shop. So, 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 <laughs> but what you I'm, need something like that. So, mm-hmm. what I'm saying is. We can't be so heavily minded where we're not any earthly good. We ha- we have to we have to be able to relate and be be relatable. But at the same time, we gotta teach our young people practical things, and the, and and the most practical thing to teach them is respect. Mm-hmm. Respect. If you if you if you can respect your father and respect your mother and respect your pastor. And your elders and that's instilled in you then watch this when you get pulled over by a policeman he's gonna see the respect that was instilled in you and I think it starts with respect I think I believe you're exactly on point mm-hmm. I think you're very much right in what you're saying mm-hmm. but I what I will say to that is okay is that and, and I'm I, I'm glad we're having this conversation I am give the clarion call I am too okay 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 both to the uh, especially and I'm going to say it especially to the men men okay. yes we as a body of community of black people yes we're asking you all to rise up and engage and and have relationships with the young men who don't have the fathers around wow um That's cool. we're asking you to take out your time Get away from the, you know, from the, the games and a little bit. Get away from, you know, the mm-hmm. TV set or whatever your occupation or even, you know, whatever it is you're doing that you can give back or give to somebody else's life in the community. Just even if you start with one young gentleman and don't just get the ones that are five and six and ten. Wow. That's great that you can, but you really need to be connecting to the ones who are like 10 and 12 and yes. on up to 18 and 19 and 2021 20, because they need you all. That's so I'm asking you all wow. 
That's good. 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 To please, please mentor them in men. And yes, you still have some broken issues too. We I do. get it. Yeah. Here's the thing. Get yourself help in that area too. And we as women, 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 I'm just going to give you a charge too. Don't beat up the men. Wow. Them, don't like take, don't, don't remove like their that. spine. I like that. Don't talk them to death and back and raise them back <laughs> up and then take them back down again and raise them back up. You know, Wow. But, you know, let the man be the man, but be but we want you all to be the man. We really do want you to be the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I really want my man to be the man. Wow. There you go. There you so go. what I'm just saying to you is that I like that. I like that. Where if we can the solution comes from within, and I still believe the solution starts with the men. It does. And we got y'all back and y'all side as women of the community. And, but we we I, I need to see it. And you know what else I you need can, to see that. And you know what else you can do? I know we're trying to wrap this up. I, you know what else you can do before do you, leave, you, leave, you leave out the house? It's something I do every every day before I leave out. You pray. And you yes. ask God every trip you make, a trip to the yes. store, a trip. You ask God to be with you. Mm-hmm. You ask him to dispatch his angels to mm-hmm. protect you. It's not saying, it's not saying, it's not saying that you're not going to get pulled over. It's not saying that. It's saying that he will protect you. You ask for his protection. When you get pulled over, you never go wrong by praying. Never, ever go wrong by never. praying. I always, you always, when you leave out the house, always pray and ask God to be with you. So, because God, I want to make it home. You know, and not only yeah. I don't pray just when I leave, when your wife, when your husband, when your daughter, when mm-hmm. when they leave, protect them so they can make it back home. You know, there's issues out there. You're right, mm-hmm. Sister Cassandra. There's some racist mm-hmm. people out there. They're not just racist policemen. They're racist people out people. there. People, it's you know, it is yeah. people, and it's on both sides. On both, it's, you know, yeah. come on now, you know, yeah. it's racist on the black end too. But I like, you know, I we, like, we be having our issues too. Yeah. Uh, and we need to, you know, stop doing that as well. Yeah. You know, we've always been very forgiving and helpful people anyway. That has what has kept us Amen. alive Amen. as a as a group of people because we have been forgiving. <laughs> I like I like what you just did though, and I, I noticed it. I, I you you strategically did this. I like we talked about the yeah. issue, and then you 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 brought up and suggested a solution. And I like that when, you know, you you, you bring out what's going on, you talk about it, you discuss it, but you always want to have a solution. It might not be my solution. It may not be a popular solution, but have Mm -hmm. a solution. And I like the solution that you just had. Well, you know, you. I like that solution. So tell us more about your show. I mean, I know this was a heat. This was a very good conversation. We always have good conversations. Yes. Yes. Always. Um, yes. Well, let's see here. What's on the horizon for Cassandra Giles Live? We're going to take it up to a whole nother level in terms of um, guests and uh, conversations and yes. just the whole look of, of the brand. But yes. more importantly, um, we're also going to take the leap um into television wow. uh, actually on television network and live streaming networks and so uh that is the next level the next endeavor for cassandra jaws live it's nothing that i sought out um for myself it came to me 
and as I envisioned that it would come to me. And so uh, with that being said, I'm embracing it. I'm, of course, I'm being very much um, led by God's spirit because everything is not for me. And I'm not one of those people wow. who who just, you know, take a, you know, is looking for an opportunity to jump on bandwagon and, and ride it out to the wheels fall off. That's that's okay. not that's not who I am. Gotcha. But I do believe in um, God uh, appointed and God destined opportunities. And so uh, that is something that I know that is a part of his purpose and will for my life. And so I'm going to move forward in that direction. And so that starts this year and I'll keep you guys posted. And your show is on Facebook, right? It is on Facebook um, at Cassandra Jolliffe Live, which is my public figure page for the show. Okay. And then I also have it on YouTube on Cassandra Jolliffe TV. And so uh, that will have... um, more than one category to it, uh, Cassandra Jolliffe TV. But yeah, and then um, the future is to do productions, okay. um, now, um, television now, productions and film. Now, do you still coach? I know you. I know you were doing some coaching, uh, <laughs> uh, and I'm, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to put you on the spot. <laughs> do, yeah. do you still offer that uh, service? I do. I okay. do. I still offer uh, coaching for people who are definitely purpose-driven, that want to put their purpose on a platform. And I work primarily with um, speakers, authors, uh, coaches, uh, entrepreneurs, and um, influencers who want to, once again, to grow their business and their impact on a platform. And like you, you're saying, hey, I don't want to be in front of the camera. Um, I want to do the show behind, you know, behind closed doors in my little, in my little laboratory. You know what I mean? You want to do a show without <laughs> being seen, but definitely, <laughs> but definitely, wow. but definitely heard. But yeah. the thing is, is that everybody has a platform. Yes. You know, everyone has a platform. And so um, why not position yourself uh, to make a greater impact through the power of a platform? It not only does it change your life, but it definitely changes the lives that hear it or see it on the other side. And wow. that's what it's all about. And so, yeah, that's that's what I do. And I'm really excited about what's what's to come this year in that regard. As and, well. they, and they can inbox you for more information, right? Yes, you okay. can reach me on um, social media. So okay. um, I'm on Instagram as well. You can okay. DM me on Instagram. Okay. Uh, and it's under Cassandra Jolliffe and okay. uh, Jolliffe. Jolliffe. <laughs> Jolliffe. That's, that's the French Jolliffe. correct pronunciation, Jolliffe. right? Jolliffe. And then um, you can also reach me on um, Facebook. And um, once again, Cassandra Jolliffe. Uh, Cassandra Jolie's live and uh, just you know always in serious inquiries those who just really have made a decision they know they want to uh, go they feel the calling they feel the pull but they don't know how to get started or they've done a little something and they're ready to take it up to the next level that's when you call me I'll be glad to help you on the early stages as well as the the middle and some even the advanced right. um, aspects of, of uh, having your own platform and publicity so yeah well, Sister Cassandra, I really want to say thank you for having tea with us here at the uh, Hornet Plenty Cafe with Sir Sachs. I really appreciate the conversation that we had today. And I don't want this to be the last time Absolutely. Um, we speak. And uh, that was just awesome. And the topic that we discussed, I really believe that um, the information that you put out there and the conversation we had is going to help someone. 
I do believe Thank that. You. I really believe that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you again. I really, and thank you, uh, Cedric and Sir Sachs and Cafe, because uh, I, you have been such a major uh, uh, person of encouragement, a major uh, supporter of the show and of myself. And I really believe in, in the power of what you're doing. And I just, I'm so grateful for the connection that I have between you and April and your wife. Yes, and yes. just, she's, she's just outstanding. Yes, I mean, you guys are like power couple to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm really like gleaning from you guys. You're just a power couple to me. And so I got a handful of power couples that, that uh, yes. I have in my life and you and April are one of them. And so I just want to say thank you for being a friend, being a brother yes. and being a supporter of of, of the show and the vision and so uh you're one of those people who are extremely integrous i mean you're very integral with your words and your actions and so i am so grateful for who you are and um our friendship and sister and brotherhood so thank you once again anytime any anytime thank i'd you. love to come back thank you and you're more than welcome and we thank you again sister cassandra this was Cass- cassandra Jolif. <laughs> <laughs> she was our guest here on Let's Talk with your boy, Sir Sachs. Yes, hey, come, come back again next week, and I will save a seat for you. We really appreciate it. Sister Cassandra, thank you again. You're welcome. Thank you, <laughs> always. All right. The Let's Talk with Sir Sachs podcast is powered by the GSP Radio Network at sirsaxgospelskateparty.com. Thanks for joining us in another episode of Let's Talk with Sir Sachs. For more information on Let's Talk, visit our website at www.sirsaxgospelskateparty.com or you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Or if you have a topic you would like us to discuss or if you just want to be a guest on a future show, email us at sirsaxgospelskateparty at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Sir Sachs, and I'll save a seat for you. Let's Talk with Sir Sachs is powered by the GSP Radio Network at sirsaxgospelskateparty.com.